Yo, what's up? Welcome back to the Week in Review podcast. I hope you had a great week. I hope your week was filled with love. Uh, Valentine's Day did pass this week. It was Monday, which I feel is kind of a weird day to have Valentine's Day on, but doesn't fucking matter to me. I'm single. Thought I would talk about last year's Valentine's Day first, and then maybe later I'll talk about this year. But last year kind of has a funny story attached to it. Um, at the time, I was still kind of sad from a breakup. And so me and my friend were going to this concert that a few of our fucking favorite local artists played at. I'm trying to think of some. I, I don't really listen to any of them anymore, but... Um, just some local artists, and it was called, like, Lover's Night, Lover's Fest or something, and it was on February 14th, Valentine's Day. And so in line, actually, while we were waiting, I got an email from the the college that I was applying to, and I got the uh, acceptance letter, and I got all the scholarship information and stuff. So it was already a, start, a gr- great start to that night. Like, I was in line celebrating. We were high-fiving and shit. And then we got in, and... Um, the music was pretty good. We saw who we wanted to see play and everything. I think it was Rocker. What's up, Rocker? I don't really listen to him anymore, but I, w- I was on that wave for a second and some other kids, too. And they were all pretty good. I got pictures with all of them afterwards. They were all super nice. But this one dude was up, and um, I, I guess I, I was pretty out of it by this point. Like, I didn't really know his songs, but his shit was good, so I was vibing. But I was kind of high, and I was just... I, I was a little sad, too, to be honest, but I was in there just kind of moving. And, um, you know, he this dude up there, his name was Lil Booty Call. He still makes music, I think. His name was Lil Booty Call, and he was playing music, and he just pointed in the crowd, and he's like, you. And so I look up, and he's like, yeah, you. And he's pointing, like, in my area, but I'm like, he's not talking to me. And he's like, you look bored as fuck. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, shit, he might be talking to me. So I look up, and he's like, yeah, you, man, in the flannel. Do you want to come up? And so I was like, oh, shit, okay. Uh, this has never happened before. So I start walking up there, and they like he pulls me on stage, and I'm up there through like the next song, which I said before, I don't know any of his songs. This isn't the dude I came to see. So I'm up there trying to like figure out what the next words are, trying to, you know, shovel, hover, you know, trying to figure out what the next lyrics are. And then he leans in, he's like, all right, bro, the next one, you're going to stage dive on the count of three, all right? I was like, oh, shit, okay, okay. And, you know, there was some other people that they pulled up from before up there, and they were all like, this one dude I remember next to me, he was kind of tall and skinny, he seemed a little nerdy, not to hate, but, you know, he was like, bro, are you high right now, bro? And I was like, yeah, bro. And he's like, bro, you're so faded. Like, he was that one class, the, that meme of that kid in class, like, looking at you when you have red eyes, like, dude, are you high? Are you high right Bro, you're so high right now. He was basically that kid. I wasn't that fucking high. He was saying that because I stumbled, like, trying to get on stage. But, dude, have you ever climbed up on a stage before? This is not an experience that I've fucking gone through. But anyway... The stage dive came, right? And then one, two, three, and I jumped. And it was pretty cool. I was up there for a second, and then they let me down. But all that because I was looking bored in the crowd, right? Who the fuck who the fuck else gets pulled on stage for looking fucking bored, man? That, God damn. After that 
shit, I went back and I got a picture with him and I was like, hey, bro, this was up. You know, I was just kind of upset and everything. He's like, oh, you know, it's whatever, bro. It's cool. It's cool. And um, I had a friend that didn't get to go to that concert but wanted to that, like, was a fan of his. So I got him to say, like, hey, yo, what's up, man? Sorry you couldn't make it. And then I sent that that to them. So that was pretty cool. And, um, yeah, it was an all right concert and everything. They had a part two, but it didn't have anybody that I listen to now, so I didn't go this year. Or maybe it was, no, I think it was like last year in October. That's why I was like, why are they doing it right now? It's not fucking Valentine's, but it's whatever. (sighs) I hope your week was more productive than mine. I have a super sore back right now and abs and arms because yesterday I fucking, I kicked the gym's ass. I went in there and I slayed that beast. I was um, trying to get off my records, you little dingus. Dave's sitting on my record stack. I, uh, I went to the gym to meet Kevin up there, and uh, we, were, we were aiming for like 1, one thirty, and he had texted me, you know, hey, I got this stuff to do, but after that I'll be ready. So I, you know, guesstimated an amount of time that I thought it would take him in my head, and then after that amount of time I just left and thought, you know, if I get there early, I can do some abs, just kill some time, whatever. Because, you know, I don't have a day for abs. I got to fit that in. So I'm on my way, and he's like, hey, bro, traffic's bad, so I haven't even, like, started getting food yet while I'm literally five minutes from the gym. So I'm like, oh, fucking shit. And um, I ended up doing an Amazon return, which the UPS store is right there. And then I went to the gym. I did abs. I did my full sets of abs. And then I did a new personal best on chest dumbbells. And then I did the our uh, back and bicep routine. So altogether, I was at the gym for like a little over an hour and a half. That's a long-ass time. And I worked out like three muscle groups. But I'll tell you, man, I need it. It's long overdue because I've been, um, been slacking. I haven't been going before work. I only went once before work last week. And it's because uh, I haven't been getting any sleep, you know. And if I don't get any sleep, how can I wake up early to go to the gym on no sleep and then after that go to work after going to the gym on no sleep after waking up early from getting no sleep you see what i'm saying like that doesn't sound like a recipe for a great healthy balanced day does it so i've been having to get in that extra hour but (sighs) i'm hoping you know this weekend i've been sleeping very well i've slept until 10 every day from like 10 at night maybe uh, 12 at night but I've been getting a lot of snoozing in, so I'm hoping that it'll carry over. Get away from my records, bro. Speaking of Dave, since we're already, uh, since I'm already dealing with him, my mom is trying to get him to go outside now. We've been leaving the garage door open, so he's been going in there. And then, yeah, earlier today we let it open the door out and let him in the backyard. And I thought he would just start attacking the fucking chickens, to be honest, but he left them alone for a second. He didn't really leave the patio area, like the corner, until uh, I got out there and started trying to kind of, what is it, coax him out a little bit. You know, come here, Dave, come here. It's okay. Hiding behind a corner, waiting for him to come over. Let me get a drink of water. Wow. That was refreshing. That sip of water was brought to you by Anchor because they're also in the water, I guess. Yeah. But um, after a bit, Dixie went out there 
And, I mean, in the house, Dixie's pretty calm around him. If anything, he's the antagonizer. Man, you can go away. If anything, he's the antagonizer swatting at her. But when she got outside, she just fucking darted for him. I thought he was going to be halfway in her mouth by the time we looked over. But she didn't take a bite at him. But she did, like, charge at him like she was going to fuck him up. So we put her inside, left him out a little bit longer. I guess we're going to have to watch that for a minute. But, man, he needs to start going outside because... Well, let me let me clarify. I was going to say I'm fucking tired of changing his litter box, but I don't mind changing a litter box when it's one cat, when it's just my cat using it. But I, this week on Thursday, I changed the litter completely, right? Dumped it out, put some new litter in there. Bang, shebang, done. Two days later, the litter box was completely full and stacked up as if it had been a whole week that had passed. I went out there, because it was early in the morning, I'd just waken, woken up, I'm pretty sure. I went out there, I said, Mom, I refuse to believe it is just my cat using that litter box. Like, I'm not going to change it every two days, that's ridiculous. So with this going outside stuff, uh, hopefully we can transition to no litter box pretty soon. I hope Dave doesn't get lost, dude. He's a little dingus sometimes, I can't even lie. Like, sometimes he's cool. Today I went to sleep, or... I was chilling on the couch, and I laid down, and when I woke up, he was, uh, his head was laying against my head up above me. He was laying down on the couch, too. It was kind of cool. Yesterday, I took a nap with Dick, uh, with Lucy in, in my mom's room. I like cats, man. They're pretty chill when they're not messing with shit, but like I said, I'm, I don't remember if I said it last week or not. My mom's starting to get tired of Dave now. That's a, that's a big reason she's pushing him outside. Apparently, he's been swatting at her when she walks by and uh, knocking her stuff down and everything. Basically, everything that I was complaining about to her before I got here. So, I know it does suck, but it's kind of like, yeah, this is what I was talking about. <laughs> it's it's uh, all right, though. It's nothing too horrible that we can't deal with. He's looking at me right now like he knows I'm talking about him. Yeah, keep staring, motherfucker. What are you going to do? handsome little cat he's pretty cool i cannot complain all in all i guess never did anything too heinous uh this week's been pretty slow just a lot of my manager going get to work when there's no fucking work so you know how that is this week i dropped uh dropped off the last bit of taxes uh tax papers off at aiden's house and when i walked in his dad said, my son quit smoking, so uh, I'm looking for someone to help me finish this joint. And I sat my stuff down and I said, well, let me tell you, I'm the man for the job. And we sat down and smoked it. And by the end of it, he was telling me all his old war stories from uh, being a, like a contractor, working on houses and installing units and framing stuff, all that. He was telling all these stories and... Aiden was walking in and out of the room, but when he was in there, I could look over and just tell that he had heard every one of those stories a thousand times. He was so sick of it. Even at work, when I got to work the next day, he apologized. He's like, man, I'm sorry, bro. He was just really high. And once he gets started, you know, I was like, man, it's fine. You know, I smoked the joint with him. That's the price I got to pay. But it's not even really a price because what it really is, I don't mind listening to his stories. All of his stories were interesting. And if they weren't, like the energy that he was putting into them and the pride and everything, he was like, you know, dude, most crews get, get about six units done a day. All right. My crew, 
We do the whole building. All right, man. And I'm sitting there like, dang, really? Wow. And so, like I, I was saying, I don't mind listening to his stories and stuff. But after a certain point, I just feel like inadequate as a listener. And there, there are only so many responses that are unique that I can give that, that are like, yeah, really? Man, that's crazy before it sounds like I'm patronizing or something like that. When really I'm not. It's just I'm not that knowledgeable that I can talk about it. But I enjoyed that. His dad's really cool. It's always cool hanging out over there. I went to Jack in the Box this week because my mom was making pork chops. You already know the drill for that. Dad texted me. I was like, man. He he texted me while I was on my way home from work that we're having pork chops tonight. I was like, man, this is late notice. But luckily, I had eaten a burger from the taqueria by work at the Motley Mart earlier that day. And so uh, I waited until 9 o'clock, that special, special golden hour where the munchie meals become $2 cheaper. And then I ordered one and went over and got it. You know me. I always get that chicken tater melt munchie meal. And um, I remember the last few times, I'm not even going to cap, the last few times I got it from the Jack in the Box in Dallas, it was lagging. It was a dry-ass sandwich, or they left the hash brown out of my sandwich one time. One time they gave me the wrong shit. I had to go completely back. They gave me onion rings and some crappy burger instead of what I got. And I brought back the burger. You know I ate those onion rings. It was like... (laughs) It was the realization, and it, and I had to drive back. It was a long-ass time, so I ate those onion rings. Fuck you, but I went back and got my food. Anyway, I went to this jack-in-the-box, good old reliable, off of Galloway, right where I, right by where I live, not even a long-ass drive at all. Good old reliable. Pulled up. There was hardly a line. I got my stuff. I got back home. Oh, my goodness. That was one of the best munchie meals I've had in a minute, dude. Like, and I, I couldn't even tell you what exactly it was about it. It wasn't dry. There was plenty of sauce. They gave me hot the buffalo sauce and the ranch, too. I Normally, I eat just the burger or the chicken tater melt and the fries and then save the tacos for later. But today or that night, I was munching. Let me tell you. I ate, all the, I ate both the tacos. I ate the burger. I ate most of my fries. And then I had gotten some free mini pancakes because I ordered through the app like a G. Like I'm always saying, you should use the app. I got free mini pancakes, and I had those a little bit later as a snack. Boom. That was a good-ass night, let me tell you. (sighs) That was a good-ass night. Some asshat gave me a fucking parking violation or a citation in my own driveway like 15 minutes after I got home from lunch this week. That kind of pissed me off. Not not too much because it was more of a warning and not an actual ticket or anything. But, dude, I, I had just pulled up from from work for lunch. And the garage door was, like, still open. Like, if he wanted to, that dude could have knocked on my door and told me about it. And told me about his day and everything else, too, while he was at it. Like, I, I could have been leaving in two seconds. And this asshat was like, oh, dur, 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 dur. I'll go put this shit on his windshield because he's parking in the grass in his house next to his driveway instead of in the driveway blocking people in who have shit to do but you know what we have gravel down next to our driveway so it's supposed to be an allowed area for parking the real fuck up was fucking chris this dude my dad's had no shade against chris let me clear that up this dude my dad's been having help him at work he was parked like way in the yard so fucking 
city patrol had to come over and give me a ticket, I guess. I don't know. It used to happen back at school all the time. I used to get fucking parking violations for parking crooked or kind of out of the spot or in summer band, they would always get on my ass for parking in the teacher's spots, but literally half of them would always still be open in the middle of the day. Like when they would have theoretically been there, half of the spots are still open. What the fuck are you bitching about? What teacher is calling like, yeah, spot, um, spot 253B is not available. There's a student car parked there. No, dude, there's plenty of fucking spots out there, but they threatened, this old dude threatened to put a boot on my car when I was getting out one day. I got back from lunch, I was getting out, and my friends were getting out, and he's like, if you park here again, I'm gonna, you're gonna get booted. Like, okay, man, all right, I won't. Okay. Like, do you feel better now? You exerted your power? Do you feel like a big boy? Okay, go back inside and sit in your fucking... Rolly chair and act like you fucking make a difference in the world. Man, that, I don't know why, but that makes me think about, like, people that send people to jail for honing weed. Luckily, it's not that big of a thing anymore. Like, it's two, under two, two ounces and under, I'm pretty sure they just fine you and send you on your way, but. I just can't imagine that there's a teacher or anyone like that that is actually thinking they're doing a, a bit of good or or making a difference when they send a kid to jail for having weed in their backpack or some shit like that. Maybe it's not jail. Maybe it's a little less severe than that, and I'm overreacting, but that shit is so whack, man. I remember one week my friend told me that he heard this girl talking about behind talking about this behind the fucking stage, backstage, I'm sorry, that's the term, backstage during uh, one of the theater things, she was over there bragging about how she had made $50, and then when someone asked, finally asked, because this girl didn't have any friends, let me paint the picture, this girl, no one fucking liked her, alright, she was an outcast, partially through her own doing, and partially just through nature, Sorry, but she was. And so when someone finally was like, what did you do to get $50? Question mark. She went, oh, well, I, I, I heard this dude talking about weed in its bag. So I, I texted a tip to the SRO and they paid me $50. And the kid in question was my friend's homie who... You know, got sent away because of that shit. And here is this fucking stupid bitch bragging about that shit to, like, 15 other kids. And I don't think there was a single part of her, like, a single layer that realized, well, shit, I might have just fucked this kid over. Nah, it was all like, oh, I made $50. And if you think I'm being a little, if you think I'm being a little obnoxious about how she talked, one time after this, same friend, same girl, she was, he was in an argument with someone in the middle of theater, right? And she's tried to butt in and say something. And she's like, like I said, no one's going to listen. She has no clout to, to interrupt someone or to talk or, you know, to bring up another point. 
you kind of get a feeling for where you stand and stuff and if people will respect you when you start to talk or some shit but she start she tried to bar uh, I'm sorry barge in Jesus she tried to barge in like you know she started to do that and then my friend just fucking went back at her like and everybody just started fucking laughing their asses off at her so that's how you know that it was fucking accurate like, if, if he was doing that and she didn't sound like that, no one would have laughed. But, dude, everybody in that fucking auditorium was busting their fucking ass laughing. That shit was hilarious. Dave's passed out on the couch now with his paw hanging off. He's adorable. <clears throat> That's what it's about right there. It's about the small moments. You got to overlook the shit and be happy for the calm, calm moments. Ah, All right, we're going to say rest in peace to Pop Smoke today. Today is the two, the second year since he's been passed away. Uh, I remember at that time, Pop Smoke was just becoming like a really big name in the scene. And it was really shitty. I mean, obviously, he fucking got killed. That's fucking horrible. It's horrific. It shouldn't happen, but... It was so sh- shitty, the timing, because it was just as he was getting to that top point. Like, that precipice of, oh shit, he's on top of stuff now. Like, it was just getting to that. I don't think he really even got to experience that too much for himself before he was taken away from us. And that's a shitty thing, and rest in peace to him, because, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was over a watch, right? Just some dumb, meaningless shit. But one thing I loved about Pop Smoke, he was he was so good at like, I guess setting up a scene is the word I'm gonna use. Like you listen to his his music, you hear like the bass in his voice, you hear all of his laughing and stuff in the background. Like if, if you, through the instrumentals and shit, it feels like you're somewhere else, dude. You're like, holy shit, what's gonna go on? And you're like, she liked the way that I rock. She liked the way that I move. She liked the way that I, you know, really get into that shit. And I remember even on, uh, man, this was one time, like, back then, I didn't really listen to Pop Smoke. I didn't really start listening to him until a little bit after he died, right? But um, I was, uh, me and my homie were smoking. or This dude I used to hang out with, we were smoking. And you know you smoke, you get a little bit sensitive. But we were smoking, we were looking at some stuff, and I pulled up this freestyle video from Pop Smoke. And it was, you know, it was like hashtag RIP or whatever. I pulled it up on YouTube. And he starts going in. And, you know, at first, I'm sitting there watching it, like, getting into it. Like, damn, he's talking about his homies, how they're finna ride on people, don't fuck with him. And then, like, the next second, I'm fucking starting to tear up. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not crying, but I'm sitting there, like, getting emotional and shit. Because it's like, dude, that's gone. There will never be another original idea. There will never be another original, like, vocal pattern or anything from him. And that's, that's gone, you know? And the dude that I was smoking with, who I don't talk to anymore, this is one of the reasons. He looked over me like, dude, are you fucking crying right now? Are you, you being a fucking bitch? Looked at him, I was like, yeah, bro, he's fucking gone. Like, you don't feel that shit? That doesn't mean anything to you? And he looked at me, and he's like, 
what is he even talking about, bro? What, what was he even saying right there? And I told him, bro, I was like, he's talking about how if you pull up on one of his homies, you better be ready to deal with that shit. And he means everything he says and, you know, everything that he just said because I was fucking listening, bro. It, it's not just him talking bullshit. What, whatever. The point I'm making, bro, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. He definitely set his fucking mark on the drill scene, on New York's rap scene, and I think in main, sorry, making drill like more mainstream in the U.S. more accessible. Because when I first heard of drill, it was definitely through Pop Smoke, and then I started getting into more of the U.K. stuff, like um, Diggity and uh, Gigs, uh, some of Stormzy and Dave's stuff. You know, stuff like that. But um, he definitely had a big impact on everybody over here. So his life was not in vain, I don't think. That a, That's a weird thing to say. I'm sorry. I get uncomfortable. I don't know what to say. Rest in peace. That's all there is to say. Shit shouldn't have happened. Mm, I'll be honest. I didn't have too much to talk about this week, so... Uh, one thing I did try to do, I tried really hard to do, <laughs> and then it didn't really work. I was, um, Monday, Valentine's Day night, I was thinking about this girl that I'm, uh, I'm pretty fond of, and I decided to send her flowers, because I didn't think she would expect it, you know, and I thought that would be a really cool thing to do, and so I got onto Amazon and looked it up. And what I wanted was available here, but not available there. So I went on to fucking Walmart.com, which who who's ordered delivery from Walmart, right? So I get onto Walmart.com and everything's available. I'm like, okay, shit, let's go. So I pick the Walmart, I put in the address, you know, I get the flowers and I put some Kit Kats in there too, because you got to get some, some sweets in there, right? Get a little chocolate. And then I hit order, and it was supposed to be there by noon Tuesday. Great. I, I just w- went on with my day, showered, went to sleep, and then I woke up to an email that my order had been delayed. Oh, no. What happened? One of the items was unavailable. What? So when I when I got home from lunch, I got online, and it's, it was still available online. The item was. So I thought, that's weird, right? So I called, and I was like, hey, it's available online, but it got canceled on my order. What's up with that? And they told me, well, you know, it takes a while for the stock to update online. So I was like, okay, that's cool, that's cool. And so I got back online, and I looked up other flowers and stuff, stuff that looked about the same. And I found something that was the same price and the same thing pretty much. So I called, and I was like, hey, could you guys, like, switch this with that? Because I'm pretty sure... You're supposed to do that anyways. You're supposed to look for suitable replacements and sub them out already so that this shit doesn't happen. I don't have to get online and do your fucking job for you. But could you do that? They're like, no, we can't. Sorry. And and the reason I wanted to do that is so it could still go out at noon and not be at fucking 9 o'clock that night, which was the next available time slot at this point. But nope. So I ordered the new shit for 9 o'clock that night. I'm like, all right, whatever. 6 o'clock. They don't have the flowers I ordered. They're going to send some fucking ugly-ass rainbow daisies instead. But at this point, I've, I've been on the phone with, like, two or three different people. I've ordered it, like, four times. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm cool with that. I it, it, it This is the thought that counts. So I 
I go to bed thinking that that shit's going to be sent out. I wake up at 5 a.m. Your order was not delivered. Your order was not delivered. Why? Why the fuck? Walmart. Walmart, the OG, bro. How many times have you been to Walmart in your life? I bet it's more than most other stores. The fucking OG Walmart Wally's World. That's what my grandpa calls it. Wally's World. And they're holding, they're hoeing the fuck out of me. So I order, I pick a different Walmart at this point. I order more shit. One order gets canceled. I try to order one, one more time. I try to order two, two completely different flower sets that are nice. And then the Kit Kats. Let me go ahead and say the Kit Kats made it through every fucking time, every order the Kit Kats made it through. They, that was not the issue. It was the flowers. So I ordered these two completely different flower sets. And it's going to deliver like 2.30 on Thursday, okay? I was I was trying to get it there on uh, Tuesday. So, so it was going to get delivered at 2 on Thursday. So I keep going with my day, right? And I get the email. Your items have been substituted. This fucking bullshit again. So I open it. And I'm actually pleasantly surprised because Walmart actually put in better stuff than I had picked, in my opinion, at least. I'm a fucking guy. What do I know about flowers? But better stuff than I had thought that I had picked, they had substituted it with. So I was like, okay, Walmart, I see you trying to make up for all this shit now. Okay, Walmart, thank you so much. You know, go ahead and go ahead and send those through. All right, go ahead. And then it got there at 2.30, and so I was just waiting I figured she would come home at some point and see it or go check or yeah, come home because it said delivered at door. But then I was like, nah, let me let me text her her roommate, see what's up. And so her roommate went and checked the mail and uh, checked the front office and uh, checked the mailbox. And um, the shit I ordered was not anywhere in any of those three l- locations. I don't know where Walmart took that shit. And in my mind, Walmart just subbed out those really nice flowers to make me think that that shit was going through and to make me happy for a second and then just did not do anything past that. Like, there was no delivery driver. There was no nothing. They just, like, they switched it and they're like, okay, this will make them happy. And then what sucks about that is I tipped the delivery driver, too. I didn't do it initially beforehand, but after it said it was delivered... I left a $4 tip because I was like, man, Walmart's been hoeing me. I'm going to wait till this shit actually goes through, and then I'll leave a tip. And it did, so I left a tip, but I don't know where that shit is. So I wish I could take my tip back. I don't think I can. And, um, yeah, so I was stuck there just feeling like a fucking dumbass, feeling like a failure. Like, damn, I did all of this. All of these calls, all of these emails, all this time spent on Walmart.com. That should be my fucking homepage at this point. And that shit still did not make it there. So I'm sitting there thinking, should I like just pretend that that shit did not happen? Should I tell this girl? Because at this point, it's like the world must be fucking telling me this shit is not meant to get there. But uh, I told her and it all went over well. So it was a happy ending to that story. But the the point here is don't fucking order shit from Walmart, all right? There's a reason that Amazon is the big honcho, head honcho, top boss, king 
of the fucking delivery buy whatever the fuck you need game right now there's a reason and it's right there walmart be bullshitting i don't know what else to say as far as uh shit that happened to me that this week that's it but um i did listen to on and on by gladys knight and the pips which is a uh, compilation album that i found at a movie trading co a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago at this point probably some great songs on there uh where peaceful waters flow that's a good one that i hadn't heard before try to remember and the way we were or slash the way we were the intro on that just the intro alone is enough to make a grown man start to sniffle i mean when when gladys knight starts talking and reminiscing like that it's like fuck dude i was listening to it uh on vinyl earlier today and when that song came on i was like shit i need to smoke another bowl i'm not ready for this yet and uh yeah it was really good her her singing is so amazing i mean it's on this song it's more like uh soft and straight for straight through but on other songs man she puts some fucking strength into it um the best thing that ever happened to me is a good song on there nice vocals even when just vocalizing to get into the next bar like like there'll be singing right and then a, a music break and then before she starts to sing again, she'll start with like, like a, uh, and then start to sing. And, and it's so nice. Like that's so, that's, um, damn it. That uh, instinctual, it has to be like just feeling it in that moment. And then she, she said, fuck it. I'm going to start right here. Uh, uh, and then she starts singing like so fucking talented, dude. Midnight train to Georgia next beautiful love song. We actually played this in our um in one of our shows for summer band. Uh shit. Was it uh, it might have been my senior year and it was really nice. We I've played the marimba part so I got to play the melodic bit of it. Dun 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 dun. dun. And I had a really cool solo at the end of it. That's right. Oh my goodness, I forgot about that. It was it was so nice because at the end I had a solo where it was just me playing. Everybody else like faded out. And then I played, you know, Midnight Train to Georgia. And then I played a lot of the stuff. And then at the very end, I had triplets that I was supposed to slow all the way back down. So I was like going at a faster rate. And then I slowed it back down to Midnight Train to Georgia. And that I, that was like the big finish of that, that part of the song. That was really fucking cool. I forgot about that until just now talking about it. But man. Anyway, it's a great song. I, I love the when she says, um, I'd rather live in his world than live without him in mine. Such nice vocals from her on that. Money has, uh, that's the next, the next song. Money has uh, nice vocals, nice breaks from the instruments. It's a, not, a lot more upbeat than the other stuff of theirs that I normally like. Georgia on my mind. Oh my goodness. This was the last song on the vinyl. Another one of the those tear jerking intros from Miss Knight, followed by really nice vocals and then some enticing saxes and horns to draw you in. And man, it's so fucking tasty. I mean that what else can I say? It builds up to like a nice real a really nice rimnock section with piano in the back back into a chorus 
and Gladys Knight is just so elegant and confident and amazing in her singing. It's you got to hear it, man. That's that's all there is. If if I let me look up a song right now, for example, Gladys Knight and the Pimp and the Pips. Which song? Which song? Here's Georgia on my mind. Listen to that, dude. From strong to soft, such variance, dude. She can linger on it, or she can put her whole fucking oomph into it, and it's so nice. Georgia. Georgia. I don't want to hear that clapping. I said Georgia. man that song's originally by ray charles his version is nice too but she just nails it what what am i supposed to say completely makes that song hers great stuff there was also a cover of um i can see clearly now the rain is gone on that vinyl but that's a hard pass for me man i don't know about y'all that claritin commercial completely fucked that song up for me when I was little. Just some little snot-nosed kid going, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I I hated that. I'm sorry. Didn't make it much better when they were singing it either. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Not a lot happened this week. I don't know what more to say. Uh, we're going to get back at you next week with some more stuff and, oh wait, one thing did happen. I I forgot about this because I didn't write it down because it wasn't that big of a deal. But if I remembered it, I was going to talk about it. So this weekend we've been going out, right? We've been going out to places that we can't normally because it's just me and my mom and uh, Ava and dad and Jonathan are not here. You've heard me talk about my dad and how he didn't allow a microwave in our house because he thought it was poisoning our food. Well, that sort of um, domineering attitude goes along with everything else uh, and extends to fast food as well because we cannot go to Golden Corral. We cannot go to several different places with him because he just will not eat it. He doesn't believe in it or it's not good in his eyes or it doesn't meet his high high standards of quality. But um, we, we just can't go there normally. So this weekend, 
we've, we went to Whataburger and we went to a fried chicken place and we've been doing everything that we can't when he's normally around. So we went to Whataburger, right? I got the sweet and spicy bacon burger. Oh my goodness. It was fucking great yesterday. We got it and I got just the burger because I knew I wasn't super hungry and I got back. I ate about three quarters of the burger, right? This is important. There were at least four or five bites left, okay? I ate about three quarters of the burger. And then I knew I was getting ready to go to the gym after that. This was yesterday. I'm sorry I have the hiccups for some reason right now. I don't know. This was yesterday, and I was getting ready to go to the gym. So I wrapped up the burger in the, you know, the wrapper it comes in. I put it back in the bag. I twisted the bag to close it, and then I left it on the table. Mom and Ava were still eating but I got up and got ready and left and everything, you know, went on about my day. Then when I got back, I piddled and paddled around for a little bit, just got comfortable. And then when my tummy started hankering for some uh, snacks, I went looking for the burger and it was not on the table where I put it and I could not find it. So I went to get my mom. And at this point I was a little emotional not 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 really emotional, but kind of like this one time that I spilled hot Cheetos when I was really high with uh, Aiden. I spilled we spilled the hot Cheetos, this huge bag of dollar store hot Cheetos on the ground somehow. And when I noticed, I went the Cheetos, and I was kind of left in a half laugh, half cry, and this kept repeating every two five minutes. Every time I would notice the Cheetos again, I would see them. And I would go from this happy laughing mood to, no, the Cheetos. And this was the first time I experienced that again since then because I was super hungry and excited for that hamburger, but she threw it away. And so I went and I confronted her and she said, yeah, I put it in the trash. The bag was crumpled up. And I just, my hand shot to over my mouth. I was like, no, you threw it away. And she she said, it's right on top. It's the first thing in the trash can. But, you know, I was not, I'm, I'm just not going to be someone who eats stuff that was in the trash can. I'm sorry. I made that decision a long time ago. Saw this episode of SpongeBob. Squidward was eating stuff out of the trash can trying to eat a Krabby Patty. And that just did not look like the wave to me. So I made a decision then and there that I would not eat stuff out of the trash can. I mean, I've had a friend, and he was a shitty friend, but he got on to me before because I was eating something at his house, and he dropped it on the floor, and he still wanted me to eat that shit. And I was like, no, dude, what the fuck? Your floor is disgusting. We've been walking on this shit all day. So so I have a, a somewhat high cleanliness. Is that a high cleanliness standard when it comes to food? Is it really not having been on the floor or in the fucking trash can? I mean, albeit she was, she was making these arguments, okay? It was still in its bag, like the sandwich wrapper, in the bag, in the trash can, on top. But my big thing was, it's closed. It's it's closed. The lid, the if there's smells in there, they're just going to mix and ruminate and fumigate and all that. And that was my thing. So I was really upset. And I'd be lying if I did not say that I thought about eating that burger. I really did. I even checked the trash can to see how full it was, but that thing was pretty full. And I, I asked her, and she she was sitting at the table at this point. And I asked her, I was like, 
I had waited. I had waited. I'd been thinking about it for maybe 10 minutes about the burger, thinking about going up and getting it. And I just asked, how long ago did you throw it in there? (laughs) Was it like five minutes ago or was it like before I left for the gym? And she said, let me help you. And she got up and got it out of the trash can because it was right on top and set it on the counter. She's like, it's right there if you want to eat it. Like, no, I'm not eating it. How long was it in there? She's like, I'm not going to tell you. She's like, I'm not going to eat it. And so, yeah, I didn't eat it. I'm sad. Or I was sad. I'm over it now. It's long gone. Actually, the dog got it, grabbed it out of the trash later and ate it. So it didn't go, it didn't go to waste or anything. But I had to clean up after it, so who knows? Maybe that would have been averted. That's like a, a Telltale Games moment. Like, if I had made this choice then, then here, what would have happened? Who knows? Yeah, I just thought I'd share that with y'all. Take it easy. That that made me hit uh, about 45 minutes, so that's cool. Take it easy, y'all. We got how many? We were pretty close to coming up on a fucking year. How many weeks are there in a year? 52, I think. We're on episode 49. God damn, dude. It's been a long-ass time that I've been talking at y'all. I hope you've stuck around. If you're new at this point, welcome. If you're old, hey, stick around. You know, I'm glad you're enjoying the content. And uh, that is it. That is all for me. I'm going to go smoke and go to sleep get ready for work tomorrow hopefully i get some sleep so i can wake up early and go to the gym you know what i was talking about but yeah have a great week take it easy and um don't overthink shit fam it's not worth it if if something's like bothering you but you know there's nothing that you can do about it in the moment like even if you sat there and just fucking racked your brain man every possibility nothing would come out of it If you honestly know that in the back of your mind, just try to push it off. I know it's hard. Trust me. Trust me. I know. But just just try to let it go. Take a breath. Because in the end, that's probably better for you than sitting there and fucking contemplating. Well, and what if what if this happens and then I do this, but they have that and I don't do this? What what if then? You know, just take it easy, fam. Take a breath. All right. Have a great week. Later.